Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. I think it's so hilarious when you get a text from a wrong person or the somebody texts you and they think they're texting somebody else. Cause it's like either Remember, your number is obviously in their phone or it should be in their yeah. phone if they know who you are. I got that text. I got included in that string of text messages by a group of women who uh, play tennis at Westroads. Mm-hmm. Hey Jill, we'll see you Friday night. It's another Jill obviously. And I didn't say anything the first and so now I just let it roll and I'm like, well, yeah, you can't now because I'm like, you creepo, you've been spying on us for the past six months. <laughs> I feel terrible, <laughs> but I feel bad because I think Jill's missed a couple things. Well, I don't know. they're like, why is Jill such a bee? She never replies. Wow, how she hasn't rude. shown up for anything. I see her at church all the time. <laughs> she doesn't say anything. Uh, we just got a text at 402-403-9478. It just says, we're in the gym if Leela wants to come out here. And I, wow. I saw that it came in this morning. I'm like, do I respond and say, like, did you respond? No. Respond right now. Just say, uh, Hey guys, just saw this. Um, Leela does not want to come out here. No. <laughs> Leela said, no, she doesn't. And she doesn't want to talk to you anymore. Sorry. Just saw this <laughs> F off. No, um, <laughs> wrong number. That's terrible. Okay. Oh I just responded in a nice way. In a nice way. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. That's hard. Not um, to. saw an interesting post. It was, it started off as a funny post and it became an interesting post. Okay. So somebody, you, I love those like history, uh, accounts that you can follow on like Twitter mm-hmm. history or, or strange photographs or deserted, you know, th- just things like that. It's just random stuff. Anyway, historic videos had posted or history and memes, I guess it was difference between an alligator and a crocodile, and it's got an alligator and a crocodile in a pond right at the edge, and they took a picture of them from above so you can see, and I, I never really realized how different they look, um, but an alligator and a crocodile, and somebody pointed out an alligator's nose is shaped more pointed, so it looks like the letter A from above, Alli- mm. or, or, or I'm sorry, the crocodile's nose looks like an A, the alligator's nose looks like a C. Somebody, somebody messed up the uh, paperwork right? like a long time ago at the naming, so. naming company. <laughs> I think the crocodile is supposed to be an alligator and the alligator is supposed to be a crocodile. But anyway, I thought, okay, that's funny. But somebody replied, the main difference, the main difference, question mark, is that one you'll see in a later and the other you'll see in a while. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I thought it was, come on, it's a great dad that, joke. Yeah, it is. It took me a second. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That yeah, it's, that's decent. That's decent. One you'll see in a while. One you'll see later. I I saw a a, jo- a dad joke yesterday on Instagram, and it was it might have been on men's humor. I don't remember, but it said, um, "My wife." It's like the meme, the the lady looking away from her husband like that. And she was, "My wife got mad at me for not buying her flowers." And he goes, "I had no idea she sells flowers." <laughs> like, I laughed way too hard at that one yesterday. <laughs> I had no idea she sells flowers. Okay, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. See you later. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. I'm hoping, I don't know if anybody else uses Evernote. Evernote drives me crazy between my phone and my laptop and my desktop. If I put something on my phone, it never shows up on my laptop until after I needed it because I don't know, whatever. It, it's all the same program. It's all, it's all cloud-based for God's sake. You would think, well, Teams, Microsoft Teams is kind of the same way. I've got yes. on my laptop and I have my phone. 
And then I have my other computer. I have three different teams things yeah. and in my iPad, f- four different teams, whatever, usually all open about at the same time. And I'll get my watch notification will vibrate first, but it won't be on like I, my watch or my phone feeds my watch like it's Bluetooth there. So you think that if it's on my watch, it would be on my phone. No, it Should hits be. my watch. And then I go to my phone. It's not there. It's on my laptop, but you can see the notification, but not the message. And it's like everything, they all come in at different times. It doesn't make any sense. Super weird. Makes no sense. And I'm sitting, I'm, I'm, and I don't know, there is no refresh button. So all I can do is like log out and log back in. (laughs) Yeah. And and I feel like that's really not an answer because it's not working. And (laughs) and I can't, I can't find it. So I'm going to have to look at this off my phone, but I found a story that and it's on that news break app if you I, I think a lot of people have that on their phones um but just the latest news and and you can see what's going on in omaha and everywhere else and and one of the stories the headline says judy hyams is alive and she lives in omaha and i was like wait what and it says case unsolved i'm like what what is this and this actually came out of a story from florida and it starts off about a woman, she was 22 years old, divorced, working as a medical technician at the University of Miami Medical School. So she's in, at Jackson's Memorial Hospital. This is 1965. So in 1965, divorced in okay. the middle of the year, she finds out she's pregnant. She goes to the doctor, uses a fake name because being pregnant and not married in 1965, not a good deal. Um, and she couldn't disclose to anybody what was going on. And then about... Three months later, September 14th, 1965, she disappeared and vanished without a trace. Nobody knew where she went. Um, Some friends of hers believed she was going to be going shopping. It was learned later that she did withdraw about $300 from her bank account, which would stand to reason at that time because cash was more likely to be used. Cash or check, right? Um, Anyway, there was some speculation that possibly she was going to have an abortion. And then there was another friend who tested that could be a possibility because she had been referred to a doctor and he was a Hungarian immigrant, uh, but not an accredited physician, as it turned out later. And he was arrested later for that fact. And some are saying that she had an allergic reaction. She died and uh, he had got, got rid of the body in the Biscayne Bay or something like Jeez, that. Scandalous. But I know, right? It's like, oh, my God, this is terrible. It's like, well, where's the connection to Omaha? How, what, do, what are we talking about? And really strange is that let me get down to this part here 25 years later so this is 65 what 90 ish yeah so a uh, police captain from that area where she disappeared came to omaha and he came to a lecture on narcotics and policing so he's here and while he's here he got a phone call the call was from a man who said his name was steve brown oh like our radio steve brown exactly Um, He told the captain that an anonymous caller was talking about Judy's disappearance on his show. So Steve Brown, just so people know, Steve Brown passed away, if you can believe this, in 2008, which I can't believe it's been that long. But he was just an amazing, like he'd lived 16 lives in his life. Um, And he was around for like the beginning of rock and roll radio, the whole nine yards in the 70s. He knew everybody. And he was just a great storyteller. Um, but he was on here in Omaha for a number of years. And anyway, so this police captain um, wasn't familiar with this case, and he told Steve Brown that he would get back to him. He called him the next day, and Steve Brown was confused because he said he never called to discuss Judy's case, and in fact, he'd never even heard of the case. What? Somebody called and pretended to be Steve Brown. Okay. 
So this lead, though, was really confusing to the captain because he'd been called on his unlisted phone number, which he didn't find mysterious when Steve called him because he figured he had connections, right? But now he's finding out somebody else had called. And Chuck also mystified because he never had mentioned the case during his time in Omaha, and he really didn't know much about it. So when he went back, he looked into it a little bit more. Um, and then reportedly another caller to the captain and all the guy or the woman, I'm sorry, the woman would say is Judy Himes is alive and she lives in Omaha. And then he got off the phone believing there was something in Omaha that could lead to cracking the case. So in 1990, newspaper ran the story again about the disappearance. And lo and behold, it got picked up and it ended up being on Unsolved Mysteries in January of 1991. And they received an anonymous letter stating that Judy actually had died and that her body was thrown into the Biscayne Bay. And police believe that the details of the letter are more legitimate and are a little bit closer. But isn't that, that crazy is, that how it's tied in with Steve Brown? Yeah, that is crazy. And, and like the captain didn't know about the case. Steve didn't know about the case. But somebody up here knew about the case or somebody knew he had been in Omaha. Wow. And That's odd. That. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is super crazy. So that brought back to a flood of memories of Steve Brown. And he was just a fascinating guy on the radio and and really sad that we didn't get to know him longer than we did. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's super weird. I mean, that'd be, that would make you feel like what somebody's calling and pretending to be me. Huh? And, and yeah, saying that somebody called into his show Yeah, and, and brought up this case. And so he reached out to, of all people, this person, I mean, to, to pluck Steve Brown, that makes total sense. Cause it makes it sound legitimate. But then when the captain calls back, so they knew he was in Omaha. They knew the captain was in Omaha. Yeah. Whoever the, the mystery one was. Yeah mysterious man that is see but then again that's the back to the whole unsolved mysteries thing that's why i don't like to watch it because it's like what <laughs> we don't know the end right. have you been watching Dahmer? then are you caught up on that how uh, many episodes deep oh are no you? just one just one i did it, oh. yeah i didn't want to watch it last night i'll watch it maybe i don't know tonight or maybe you gotta I, wait till she leaves don't you yeah i gotta wait till she goes to sleep yeah or or on like saturday morning or something before she's up i might watch it i don't what a terrible thing to watch in the morning i don't know there's so many other things to watch during the week you know it's just too intense to go to i don't know it's weird you gotta make gotta watch it maybe like late morning so you can have the rest of the day to kind of process it especially this yeah. next episode so i don't know we'll yeah. see but i haven't watched it yet have you watched anything else on netflix yet um, there's, nope. cause there's a show that I'm like, Oh, this would be, this would be right up your alley. I just started watching it this morning. <laughs> uh, that's a whole nother story. Uh, but <laughs> it's called earth storm. Okay. And it goes in deep on tornadoes, volcanoes, earthquakes, and hurricanes by people who experience them or study them. And the first episode is the, the tornado one, which I just, I'm like, I learned shit. I'm yeah. like, wait, wait, we live in Tornado Alley. Oh, no, we don't anymore. It's shifted, huh? It's south of us now. And then there's this like Dixie Alley, like Alabama, Mississippi, down in that area where they say that they don't get as many, but they're way more severe. Um, but it kind of explains the whole Tornado Alley thing and talking about the fact that the United States and Tornado Alley, four times the tornadoes of anywhere else in the world. I, I saw a weird um, news story at the end of last week that there was a random tornado in, I want to say it was like in London or in France or someplace, Just and nobody died, but there was, I think it's an F1, and you just never hear of tornadoes in other countries. They Hard do have them, but at such a lower rate. And, and then they made up some, uh, there was, not made up, but mentioned some stat about of the five, every 5,000 thunderstorms, only one will produce a tornado. So... 
and we get like 1,400 tornadoes a year in Tornado Alley. Jeez. But they're mostly now south of us. But remember, there was a time when they would come through and Grand Island would never, like Grand Island got absolutely murdered that one time. And and no pun intended. It was just, it was awful. Just got leveled. The, the racetrack area, so many mm. areas. And then after that, it was like there was a dome over Grand Island. And it just would go under it, over it, around it. It never touched it. And um, now it's all moved south of us. But it's just kind of interesting that it's always been there. But this this region, yeah, it's really interesting. Earth Storm. Okay, I'll have to watch, to watch it. it on Netflix. That, that sounds like something that uh, Beth would be 100% out on. But I would be, that is very I would, intriguing. I would it's, like to watch it's that. It's documentary style. So it's not like sensational. It's not like. Twister, yeah, oh. <laughs> with cows flying by, <laughs> stuff. It's, it's legit, and the the volcano one's really fascinating, as well. It's really good. So yeah, anyway. that's it. That's Earth storms, Earth storms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Really good. Yeah. yeah so yeah, we haven't really and, dug into Netflix that much. So what we need is some some stuff. We need some right? stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anything that's got your attention, let us know. If mm-hmm. you've got something you want to toss into the pot, that would be awesome. <laughs> so. <laughs> Everybody's always looking for something to watch. But um, thanks, big thank you to Centris Federal Credit Union for being our partner and our sponsor and our supporter for this last year in 2022. Um, like we, we say it every day, but it's the truth. They're fantastic people. If you're looking for a financial institution that has your best interest in heart, really works with the community, you, you just you can't beat them. You just you can't beat them. And you know you're going to talk to them when you dial that number. You don't dial a 1-800. You dial a 402 and it's not a switchboard. You usually get your person. You usually go right to, right straight to your person. That's the real fun part. They give you those direct lines because they want to help you. That's sweet. They might even give you yeah. your their home your home number they too. They might. You Pat never... tries to give ours, you know, his out all the I time. Do. On our I, I guarantee right? if we go over all the seventeen thousand episodes that we've done, I'm sure I've given out my number and like let it slide. I'm sure it's there. Four zero two three three four seven thousand or centrusfcu.org is their website. Uh, our website is patentjt.com. You can link to all of our socials there. Make sure you rate review and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.